0: Hello, 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 welcome to my world. I'm so happy to be here and I'm so incredibly excited to speak about this very, very, very juicy topic, a very controversial topic because a lot of people feel big feels about money. So in this live, I'm going to take a different spin on this topic. On the topic of money and i invite you to open your mind i invite you to feel into what does it mean for you to have money what does it mean to for you to experience money what is your relationship with money how do you treat money do you respect money Or do you abuse money? Do you overly spend money? Or do you feel very restricted around money? Do you feel like you constantly have to save money? Do you constantly count money? Do you constantly check your bank account? I'm sharing all of this because I've been there myself. There was a time when I constantly checked my bank accounts. There was a moment several times in my entrepreneurial journey especially Also, prior to that, when I felt I was on the edge of my survival. So money is a big topic for many, many, many people on this planet. And that is exactly why we're going to cover this specific topic today. Because when I dove into this topic and I started learning about what it means to heal my relationship with money. Where is it even coming from? Why do I feel so restricted about this topic? It changed everything for me. It changed my relationship with myself. It changed the way I experienced life. It expanded me as a human being and also it allowed me to enjoy life more. It, it made life better. The quality of experience, the quality of the present moment became so much better, so much higher that I want you to experience that too. So hi, Michael, whoever is joining, say hi, whoever is joining, I would love to see your comments interacting with me. I love seeing you getting something out of this. If you have any questions, feel free to ask, and I will address everything at the very end of this video because otherwise, I get distracted by your comments, by the way. In the moment, I just need to be super present in what I'm sharing, what I'm talking about. So let's dive into this. If you think that money is a limited resource, If you think it is hard to get, if you think money doesn't grow on trees, if you think that it's never enough, if you think that your life depends on it, if you think that more money makes your life more complicated or more money isn't safe because then people will come after you, You you will have to pay more tax, people will want more out of you, people will treat you differently. If you think that money is unreliable, it's unpredictable, you can never count on it, it's never there for you, then you're repelling that money. If you feel all of these feelings, if this is what you believe about money, how does it make you feel to begin with? Think about it for a moment, feel into it. Where in your body are you feeling everything that I just shared? Is it in your stomach? Is it in your heart? Is it in your throat? For me personally, it's definitely around the stomach area. That is where it's like, oh my goodness. It's contracting. It makes me feel shrunk. It makes me feel like there's something going on. Like I I, I need to... I need to stiffen up a little bit. I need to make sure everything is fine. Does it make you feel like you're restricted? Does it make you feel like you're limited by it? Does it make you feel like you're boxed in a cage? Does it make you feel like you can no longer express yourself fully? Does it make you feel like something is wrong? Does it make you feel like you have a pit in your stomach? or a lump in your throat. How does it make you feel? How does money make you feel? If this is how you feel, if this picture that I'm painting right now is making you feel this way and not because you don't have enough. Quite often, people have more than enough. They have hundreds of thousands of dollars or euros or pounds in their bank accounts, in savings accounts, in investments, and yet they still feel this way. I know individuals, I've been around coaching mentorship spaces where people make thousands and hundreds of thousands per month, which also means that they have millions even in their accounts. And still they don't feel like they have enough and still they feel restricted and still don't they, they don't feel safe and still they don't feel like they have not just enough. They can also just relax around money. They still have money as this lingering thing, like an elephant in the room controlling their lives they still let money have control over them they still let money have power over them now here's the thing unless you address your relationship with money it doesn't matter how much you will make it doesn't matter how much you will have it doesn't matter how much you will be holding it will still have power over you and that is a very sad way to exist and that is a very sad way to live your life because you can't truly relax you can't truly enjoy your life and enjoy the money that you actually make and you actually have so this is exactly why i want to talk about this topic and i want to address it from the root of where is this coming from so when i started addressing this topic it became so crystal clear that it came from my upbringing, from my family, from my environment where I grew up, from the people I was hanging out with, from the history of my country. Hello, Sammy. Hi, August. So good to see you. So think about it this way. Where your money topics began is it where you come from is it that in your country or in your continent even there were a lot of there was a lot of lack there was a lot of scarcity is it that your family history goes back hundreds of years and everything that you hear about your great grandparents for example They all were struggling. That was the case in my case. My family came from some very simple environments. They were farmers, they were workers. My grandmother worked in a factory, in a television factory. They were producing TVs. My grandfather from that same side of the family was a construction worker. My grandmother from the other side grew up in a farm in the middle of nowhere. My grandfather from that same side also grew up in a farm. And so all of them came from these upbringings and had to go through war through the second world war. So they always had very little. And ever since my childhood, I experienced that scarcity, even though from my father's side, my grandparents actually became professors in physics in the university and, you know, actually made some money. But despite making some money, probably more than a lot of other people, they still had this attitude towards money that they have to hold on to it really tight. They had to hold on to it as if it's going to be taken away from them. And so that tightness was exactly how I grew up. My father was constantly counting. He was always checking the prices, the labels in the markets, in the supermarkets. He was constantly negotiating and complaining about how expensive a butter was or how uh, a piece of bread was more expensive by 10 cents or 10 pennies than it used to be a month ago or two months ago or a year ago. So that kind of topic was constantly in my upbringing. The very first memory I have regarding money was when I was about maybe six, five, seven, something like that. And it was a hot summer day for probably 30 degrees Celsius. And I asked my dad, can I have ice cream? And he was like, no, we can't afford that. And... Imagine for a child, what kind of traumatic experience that was like, Oh, we don't even have money for ice cream. So then we we must be really bad. That was just the first taste of me realizing that we're poor. That was the story that I installed in my subconscious mind that we're poor. We weren't that poor after all really weren't, but that was what I was telling myself. And then combined with me having to wear my older brother's clothes. I remember one specific winter jacket that was so much bigger than I needed it to be. (laughs) And I had to wear it. It was this yellow, beautiful jacket, but far too big. And I had to wear it. That was my life. So with that scarcity, with that lack, I grew up because we never had enough. Luckily, I had my mom who also installed somewhat the opposite feeling about money where she was like, okay, even if you have limited resources, at least treat yourself well with those limited resources. So she installed this um quality to always look for quantity for quality rather than quantity so she would always say if you have let's say whatever 30 bucks spend those 30 bucks on the absolute best piece of whatever shoes The best pair of shoes you can possibly imagine the best quality, the best design, something that you really, truly love rather than two, three, four, five other shittier quality pairs of shoes. And that was a great thing. And another experience I remember from my grandmother who didn't have much but her priority was to have her fridge filled with food and oftentimes with very high quality food, at least for what was available in the market in Lithuania at the time. And again, that was a great thing. The issue was that most of the times I was still exposed to scarcity mindset. So that was in the environment, in the society, in the Amongst my friends' families, for example. Like everyone was constantly counting money. And so what happened was that I just knew that there was something going on inside of me that I needed to address in order to start feeling freedom around money. To not feel like I constantly have to count. That I constantly have to diminish myself. That I constantly have to minimize my dreams that i constantly have to count whether or not i can afford it rather than i actually simply desire it so i'm trying to illustrate what it means for you to even design your entire life based on your relationship with money rather than allowing yourself to expand and dream bigger and to feel amazing and design your life freely, design your life based on what you really truly desire, rather than limiting it by what is possible, what you believe is available, what you believe is okay for you to have. You need to allow yourself to dream so big, to have such lofty goals that money doesn't play any role so here's the thing the energy with which you treat money determines everything it determines whether it's repelled or it's attracted to you so if you treat money as if there is lack of it as if it's never available, as if it's unreliable, as if it will make your life more complicated or unsafe or whatever it is, then clearly money doesn't want to come to you. And on the other hand, if you treat money as a byproduct of you living your best life, if you treat money that it's easier for, for you to attract it, it's easy for money to come to you, it's easy for money to to appear out of the blue, it's easier for you to live your life, to make the most out of your life, to be yourself, and basically it's easier for you to get paid to be you, then that is going to be the new paradigm that you will live in. You will reinforce the beliefs that you are telling yourself with the 3D reality. The 3D reality is going to match exactly what you're telling yourself. If you're telling yourself that it's hard to make money, it's going to be hard to make money. If you're going to tell yourself that it's easy to make money and it constantly flows to you because this is who you are, then it is going to be easy. So which reality do you choose? Do you choose to struggle? Do you choose that it's hard? Do you choose that it's whatever, like it's just never enough? Or do you choose that, you know what, I know. That universe has my back I know that I will always have enough I know that I will always be safe there's nothing for me to worry about now some people could ask but what about me living in terrible circumstances what if my family doesn't have enough what if I live in a country where there is lack? well again there's limitless opportunities for you out there in the world so you choose where you tap into. Internet created so many opportunities for people to make money online. So wherever you are, whatever your circumstances are, you get to choose whether you subscribe to the old reality that you have lived, to the old paradise, to the old beliefs, to the old stories and narratives that you kept on talking to yourself with, or. Do you from now on choose to live a completely different life and tell a completely different story? And therefore you will then reinforce a completely different reality and beliefs. And what does happen when you approach it this way? What happens is that you act differently. When you believe different, when your relationship with yourself and money is different, then you also treat it differently. You treat yourself differently. You think differently. You act differently. You behave differently. When money is no longer this needy thing that you really are attached to, but it's like money is going to come. I will relax into playing my role on this planet. I will relax into the creative process. I will relax into doing what I'm meant to be doing. I will relax into my zone of genius. I will relax into helping people for the sake of helping people I will relax into serving I will relax into offering my my zone of genius and offers and my skill set and everything that I have to offer I will relax into just being myself I will relax I will relax I will relax doesn't mean that I will relax and do nothing I will relax into playing the most amazing game of life I will relax into squeezing the most out of life, squeezing the most out of myself, squeezing the most out of my potential. And because I will be squeezing myself, then the money is going to come because money is the byproduct of you maximizing your potential. And I'm sharing all of this, not to put pressure on you. Like, oh, now you better go and do things. It's more to spark excitement to be fully you to spark excitement, to do things that you want to do, to spark excitement, to go after your dreams, to go and chase your dreams, your vision, your mission, to go and chase whatever it is that you truly desire to express, to create, to produce, what is your craft? What is your zone of genius? Go and make the most out of it. How amazing it is to live life fully. How amazing it is to not sit around and just like, okay, whatever, I'm doing what I'm doing. But to really make like, oh, I love my life so much. I can't like, I can't sit still. I want to create. And I'm saying this while it's eleven eleven here in Brazil. <laughs> so the money you allow yourself to make and hold here's the thing it's not only about making money but it's also holding money so often people make a lot of money but they also spend a lot of money and money just evaporates basically you start giving it away you you pay off your debt you pay off this you pay off that you start allowing yourself so much. So then you're like, Oh, I will subscribe to this and I will spend money on this. And then I will buy a new TV and then I will buy this and, and basically it's gone. So the money you allow yourself to make and hold is a reflection of how much personal power you're willing to embody. So when I was saying that it's about your zone of genius, when I'm saying It is about you embodying the true version of you, the maximized potential. That is your personal power. You have an infinite amount of power available to you. And so many people on this planet, they just keep it dormant. They just keep it at bay. And they're like, okay, well, whatever. I will just, you know going on autopilot and do what i've been doing in my life and i will just keep on recreating the same reality over and over again and again i've been there myself also when i started my coaching business i was in that same situation in the same shoes i was like you know what i will just keep on doing the same thing over and over again because it was bringing me results it was bringing me clients it was bringing me satisfaction to some extent and then i Fell asleep, I fell asleep on this throne of entitlement. Oh, but I've done so much. I've done so much hard work. I've created so much content. I've been taking so much action and I've been working on my website so much and so hard, and now it's perfect. And now I'm waiting for money to (laughs) land. I mean, that was my reality. And at some point I realized, fuck, this is boring. I don't want to live this way. I want to feel excited. I want to feel the spark within myself that I can go and create awesome things. I want to feel empowered. I want to feel aligned. I want to feel in harmony with my soul. I want to feel so like... Ugh. I want to feel like I'm going to like create all this awesomeness. I want to feel truly, truly in love with my life with my work, with my business, with my clients, with my offers, with my marketing strategy, with my sales process, with all of that. I'm saying I, but what I'm saying is that it's you who wants that. It's you who wants to live this way. It's you who has that power. It's you who has that power available to you at any given moment so like i said money is a byproduct of you living with that power in that power embodying that power when you embody your true essence you create abundance you create abundance instantly effortlessly easily it comes to you because you become a magnet to greatness because you are greatness you are embodying your greatness you're embodying your version of greatness not someone else's greatness not my greatness not your father's greatness not your friends greatness not whatever Beyonce's greatness <laughs> not Michael Jordan's greatness I was watching yesterday the three first episodes of the series on Netflix about Michael Jordan and the Bulls, Chicago Bulls. And it's just like such an excellent, excellent documentary. I truly recommend watching, so powerful, such an excellent representation of how you can squeeze the most out of your life, out of your talent, out of your skills, out of your work, out of your art, And that's what I mean. You become a magnet because you are great. You are maximizing your greatness, which doesn't mean being perfect. It doesn't mean that you are constantly aiming for perfection. You're aiming for excellence. You're aiming for your maximized potential, but that doesn't equal perfectionism. That doesn't equal that. Well, now I have to be all perfect and do all the things perfectly. That's not it at all. What we're here all about is imperfect perfection or perfect imperfection. We are all about being true, being human, being imperfect, being who we are. Making mistakes, failing, failing forward, learning from lessons, from mistakes, from obstacles, overcoming those obstacles. Being real human beings, the ones who truly succeed, they have failed thousands of times over and over and over again. They far outweigh the amount of failures compared to how many successes they had. But here's the thing. Every time you succeed, you go up and then you fail, I don't know how many times, a hundred times, and then you have another peak. And then another, and then another, and then another. So let's see how the following statements make you feel. Let's see where in your body, these statements are going to land and how it's going to make you feel to really, really sit with these statements. My personal power is an unlimited resource. I can tap into my power whenever I want. My life is a reflection of my power. The more I embody my power, the easier life becomes. The more powerful I am, the safer it gets. I can rely on my power. I am my safest asset. I am the greatest investment. I am unstoppable. I am powerful. There's no limit to how much I can have and hold because that's how powerful I am. Abundance is who I am. Power is who I am. I get to choose how my life unfolds and money is just the byproduct of that. Take a deep breath and really feel into this. How does it make you feel? Doesn't it make you feel limitless? Doesn't it make you feel like now you can truly change the world? Now you can truly change yourself. Now you can truly change your life. Now you can truly change the trajectory in which your life is heading. Now you can truly make your business an exciting amazing home, a place which is safe and a happy place, something that makes you feel excited to show up and create and and do whatever you feel called to do. Aren't you excited to go and create massive ripple effects, making a difference in the world, having an impact while expressing yourself fully while being fully truly yourself while not pretending while not wearing any masks while being imperfectly perfectly you are you eager to connect your personal power and become the creator of your life do you see how money loses its power over you because you are the one who has power you are the one powerful here money becomes a neutral resource and you can use money you can play with money you can have fun with money you can invest money you can use it you can give it you can utilize it it's a resource It's resourced from the source and who is the source? You are the source. You are the source of money. How does it make you feel to have that power pulled back from money where it was in the beginning of this life to now feeling like you're the one in control. You're the one defining how it goes from now on. You are the one defining how your life goes, how your business goes, how your results go, how much you make, how many clients come to you. You are the one defining how your life unfolds from now on. Because again, money is a reflection of who you're you're being. Money is a reflection if you are embodying that power or You're just, whatever, going with the flow. Letting life happen to you. Letting life recreate itself based on what you have created up until now. That is exactly why you see the results that you see in your reality. That is exactly why you see the results in your business. That is exactly why you see the amount of people that come to you. You see the amount of Clients that come to you, you see the amount of sales you make because of your relationship with money. And that's precisely why building a personal brand is the only way that I personally see in the business world, because only once you start building a personal brand. Where your brand, your business becomes your home. It becomes your expression of self. Your personal brand becomes your purpose. Your personal brand becomes the true expression of who you truly are. Because you own your power. Because you own who you are. Because you own who you are fully unapologetically. That is when you start attracting money. That is when you really nail the business and money energetics because you understand how it all works. It's not just, I will do some things. I will write some stuff. I will put it out there and then people are going to come to me, especially in personal development world. It just doesn't work like that. It's about the energy. The reason you are listening to me. Up until now, is because something inside of me is either triggering something inside of you, inspiring something inside of you, sparking something inside of you. And not just because of the words that I say. It's also the way I say those words. It's who I am being behind those words. It's because I embody what I'm talking about. I'm walking my talk.